0: Dear candidates, I've been talking about the same thing for quite a while, but before I go back there, two things are expected of us, of you. Our faith hinges on two things, teaches two things. One, it teaches us about conversion to the message of Christ. It teaches us about faith, that at the end of time, we will see God face to face. And so that teaching about faith is a lifelong journey. in that teaching about faith Christianity also emphasizes concerning our behavior that if you are a Christian then this is how you should behave in other words the language of Matthew says, We are all called to become as perfect as our Heavenly Father is. Becoming perfect as our Heavenly Father is it means we have to strive to become good persons. Now, I know that you are all good, dear candidates. I know that you are all good. But the reason we talk about this is also, I know that you will lose your goodness. As you grow older, you are supposed to become wiser. But I can tell you, many a time when we grow older, we grow older with our own foolishness. You remember the five maidens who were foolish and the others wise. And that's how we are. And so we are invited to be on our toes about the way we behave. That we've got to imitate Christ himself. I don't think that needs to be overemphasized. We are all attracted towards good people and where possible we avoid bad people. People who give us a headache and sorrow and pain. And that's how we are made. Those are the two things I wanted to raise with you this morning. The scripture calls us to have faith And therefore that our lives be directed by our faith. And secondly, that that faith implies that we need to strive to be good persons. I know you'll forget that, but if you can remember it today, I'll be happy. If you forget it it tomorrow, Monday, I'm good. I've been saying to you, I've been talking about the same person, the same homily for the last so many months now. And uh, I've been talking about parents and their children. Somehow or other, I don't seem to get over it. I don't seem to think that I'm driving the message home as strongly as I would like. Who were here last year when I was here? From among new candidates, who were here? Two, only two. And where do the others come from? (laughs) Where do you come from? Why were you not here? Are you visitors? You're visitors. From where? from Christ the King, there are no confirmations there. (laughs) That's not good, that's not good. Anyhow, this is what I have been saying all along, with the hope that some might hear me. To say to the candidates, You need to celebrate not so much celebrating your parents but you need to celebrate the message they continually give to you. You see, your parents love you to bits. To them, you are everything on this earth. Parents... Reach an age when they no longer take care of themselves. They wake up in the morning because of you to go to work, to support you, to educate you. You see, I don't think any one of you can tell me how many kisses, how many hugs you've had from your parents. Do you know? They are countless. But all that is an investment in you. Each day they do something good for you, remind you about something. They are investing in you. They are... They are enriching you. To put it differently. They... You see, when we speak about the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Holy Spirit of peace, joy, love, patience, compassion, integrity, mercy, honesty, when you speak about those virtues of the Holy Spirit, you already have them from your parents. They have taught you to say thank you, to say please, etc., And all those little things build you up as a person. They give you character. So, your parents, dear candidates, are the wind that pushes you from behind to go forward. They are the pillar you lean against. Your parents, when you are sick, they are your doctor. When you have some spiritual problems, they are your priests. Your parents to you are everything, therefore. The point I'm trying to make is that all these good things done to you should have a cumulative effect. They should build you up as a confident person because you are not alone because have you ever seen or even the example here in church where are so many here but once we all leave once you all leave the candidate each one of you goes home to your parents where you receive joy and consolation. All that care, that love, that attention should make you a grateful person, a person who is thankful for the gift of parents and should therefore generate a positive attitude in you, a thankful attitude, a positive attitude, an attitude of joy and satisfaction. You don't have to be like a child who says, I wish I had parents. I wish, I wish You don't have to say that because you have them and they are taking good care of you. The the only thing I say parents expect of you is to become a successful person, a happy person. To succeed at all the stages you pass through in life to succeed at school, to be a good person. A person who appreciates the good that you receive from the parents should not fail. You shouldn't fail at school. At your age The only vocation you have is schooling, nothing else. So you shouldn't fail at school. Now, if I had a son or a daughter and he or she fails at school, I would call the police. You have no reason to fail. With the kind of support you have, absolutely no reason to fail. Your parents, in turn, expect you to be successful in life. To be successful at school, as you build up, going through college, becoming a professional. To become successful and happy with your own success. The reason I emphasize this, dear candidates is because I look around, I look around and see many young people who are out of school, I don't know what they are doing on the street. People are writing exams, others are smoking there, what's that? is because many of our young people do do not appreciate the support and the love their parents have tried to give them. And I think that's being unthankful. You've got to persevere because you've got all this support. You've got to persevere to work hard in order to succeed. Because success is the only thing that will bring you, dear candidate, happiness. If you haven't heard it today, if you haven't heard me, I don't think you'll ever hear me. Honestly. You see, you claim to be too young. No, I was too young, I didn't hear it but you do adult things when you are still young. (laughs) That you think you understand. At your age, you hear everything, you see everything. You know what is good, you also know what is bad. I'm done. I'm done except for my my advice to you young ladies. Don't think about marriage before you are financially independent. Don't. Don't. You see, within the next four or five years, you'll be a different person. You'll You'll look the same, but your mind, your heart will be different. You'll be going around looking for a tall and handsome goat. (laughs) Don't get swept off your feet that easily. Because love, a beautiful thing, it starts warm, nice, but it does grow cold sometimes. So that when it does grow cold, you are strong, you are independent, you know what to do about your life instead of crying over spilled milk.